Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. In his candid personal memoir, Sasha Joseph Nullinger revisits his childhood and the events that tore apart his seemingly perfect world. For as long as Nullinger can remember, his father was constantly filming, from birthday parties to hockey games to holidays. But his camera, trained on the frequent gatherings of the tight-knit family, are also documenting a hidden secret, the revelation of which would lead to a media firestorm, high-stakes court cases, and a generational reckoning. And with that, the film is called rewind and we're joined today by the director of the film and that would be sasha joseph newlinger sasha welcome to film school radio thank you for having me thank you so much um the film uh is a obviously an extremely intimate look into your life the life of your family your extended family um and as i just recounted in our introduction there's obviously a lot of uh trauma in involved in all of this so my first question and i'll get to my second question which is how did you start doing the documentary but the first question is once you made a decision to move forward with this documentary film how did you navigate you telling a story for a world that doesn't know your story that's a great question um well Right off the bat, the experience for me of making this film was always was always focused on juxtaposing and, and reconciling um, my subjective experience that I had as a child when I was going through all of this trauma and um, my adult objective lens, um, because that's in that space of juxtaposing and reconciling those two experiences, that's where I felt that I might be able to answer questions that were searing inside of me. Um, but, you know, I, I think that, and actually, you know, it, it's one of those things where it was, it was, I, I knew that this was going to be hard, but I was also 23 years old and just out of film school. So um, it was, it was like the hardest project I could possibly choose to embark on uh, right out of film school. But it was also, the most important project that I felt that I could ever do. So in that sense, um, there was passion. But but ultimately, I realized very quickly that I needed to have um, a really a really experienced and trustworthy team that could provide some objectivity for me. Because as as a character in the film and as uh, a filmmaker. I needed to allow myself the space to truly be immersed in what was happening, mm -hmm. including the emotional experience of asking these questions. But that meant that I would need to have a team of objective filmmakers who I could rely on to um, collaborate with and connect with along the way. Because ultimately, like this film, you know, I wanted it to not beat around the bush, but I also wanted it to be. Uh, watchable, you know, and ultimately be a rewarding experience for audiences, which is hard when we're talking about child sexual abuse. Um, 
so you know it, it was it was very much you know a balancing act of honoring my own subjective experience as information was coming forward in the investigative process of making the film and giving myself space to feel that before shifting caps into filmmaker if that makes sense okay so i and i don't want to focus on this too much but but this sort of the process of you being subject and filmmaker is just fascinating to me and your ability to navigate this in this film is so incredibly it's such a dance it's such a a a difficult but at the same time very rewarding experience because for a lot of reasons and people will see that when they watch rewind um so seeing your in the film early on we we meet your father henry and this trove of videotape right i i assume and maybe i'm assuming too much here but it help me i assume that you had some some inkling that things would be revealed in those videos that would reinforce your notion of the of the of wanting to move forward with this video I also at the same time maybe trepidations about moving forward but i'm just curious sort of as you were assessing what video you had even as you're going through it i'm curious about your thought process in that oh yeah i mean you know so again there's the subjective emotional experience of seeing of re-watching my childhood and watching myself as an innocent happy kid and watching that transition into into pain and darkness um, and seeing my abusers, like there's the emotional experience. Right. But, you know, what I would try to do, because it was 200 hours of footage to go through. Um, and, you know, when I watched the footage for the first time, I always tried to allow myself space to have the emotional experience for me, Sasha, the human being. But then I would, after I'd watch a tape, I'd reflect on it and I'd take narrative notes. Um, and, I, you know, there was definitely moments where I would, I'd watch a tape and I would feel it emotionally and then get very excited as a filmmaker because this clip or this moment in time is a perfect way to broach, broach a very hard question to my dad or my mom or the detective. Um, and so, you know, it was, it was an interesting experience because there'd be heavy emotion and also filmic excitement Um, and sometimes those experiences were happening happening simultaneously yeah Yeah. um so you know again it's like knowing that i'm a subject in the film if i rob myself of feeling then i'm a hollow protagonist so i have to be able to feel i have to allow myself the opportunity to feel what's coming up and not try to um not try to control that and so the process of making the film you know it it it, i would say that you know creative decisions took more time i would say that pre-production took more time but that extra time was was so that i could feel and then react filmically Mm -hmm. and not not put one um above the other both experiences both as a human being and as a filmmaker, had to be equally important. Okay. So, Sasha, the film is about family, sexual abuse, uh, generational abuse, 
um, and you're and you are you are navigating these very troubled waters, uh, not just for yourself but for other members of your family. Let how much do you, however much you want to talk about in terms of the story itself, please uh, please let's talk about what is actually the the basis for uh, the the documentary Rewind. Child sexual abuse is a really hard topic to have a conversation about. And yet, it's extremely prevalent. I think right now the stat is that um, a child gets sexually abused every nine minutes in America. Why is it then that, that it's so hard to talk about? Well, there's pain, there's, there's stigma, there's shame. Um, there's avoidance of wanting to go there because if we acknowledge that children are getting sexually abused at an alarming rate, what does that mean about the world we live in? So it's complex. So I can't necessarily speak to the, the issue at large, but I can certainly speak to what I experienced as a kid. I can certainly um, help my family speak to their experiences within this film. And, you know, I think that there have been, obviously there have been films about child abuse and child sexual abuse, but what I've missed from some of those films is the, there's a, there's a, level of separation between the objective filmmaker and the subjects and at times feels more observational and and, and less um, immersive and what i really wanted to do with rewind was invite my family to join me in openness and vulnerability one so that we could heal and truly move forward but two to create a film that that was instead of you know, journalists from the outside reaching in. This was going to be a story about survivors from the inside reaching out to the world. And and through our lens, um, with our own creative control. And that was a really, um, really important decision in the telling of, of this story. I didn't want anyone else to be to be in charge of sharing this. I wanted to be in charge. And I think because of that, my family opened up in this film in ways that maybe they wouldn't have otherwise done if this was directed by somebody else. The film is uh, so much better for the level of participation that we see from your mom, your dad, your sister, uh, multiple members of your uh, family, and the honesty with which they deal with it. Uh, I was particularly struck, and I'm mean, by all the people in your family who participated. But your mom and dad, and especially your mom. Um, well, I mean, it's hard to say. I don't want to make that distinction, actually. But both of your parents, and, and but your mom's experience uh, in in the, the, how she feels, how she felt at the time, and how she feels now. Your father, who factors into this this generational issue of sexual abuse and his honesty it's just a uh, it's remarkable and also it is i think for people who are dealing with who will see this film who are dealing with it uh, in their lives are going to truly appreciate just how much of a contribution your family was in telling this story. So I don't know if I have a good question in this. I just want to acknowledge the fact that that is well, I, a huge part of this. Well, I, I really appreciate it. And, you know, um, obviously the openness and the vulnerability uh, 
lent itself to good content for the film. But, but for us as human beings, getting my family to open up, it didn't happen overnight. It was a lot of conversations off camera. It was a lot of, a lot of discussion on camera that we didn't use. But ultimately, you know, I led with openness, patience, honesty, and, and, and vulnerability. And um, my only request was that they consider joining me in that space so that we could do some real work and, and heal. Yeah. And, um, you know, I didn't do some magical thing. I, di- I didn't, as a director, I didn't do some magical thing that made that, that possible. The credit belongs to my mom, my dad, and my sister yeah. for choosing to join me um, in that space. And if they hadn't chosen to do that, who knows if we'd be talking today. Yeah. Um, their courage and their bravery is is inspiring to me, probably in the same way that, that, that they feel about me. You know, um, And I can honestly say that from the work we've done together as a family, we're now, now able to have a much more beautiful, rich, open, joyful relationship with each other because we now can recognize that we're not defined or connected through our shared trauma, that our love for each other and our feelings about each other are so much more complex than our shared experience through that trauma. So really, the, you know, I feel... I'm, I'm really happy with the film that I'm able to share, but most importantly, um, I'm at peace in my life and my family is following in, in on that journey. And for me, that's the greatest reward. Wow. By the way, I want to remind our listeners, we're speaking with Sasha Joseph Newlinger, the director of the documentary film Rewind. It is going to be opening on the different platforms uh, this Friday, May 8th on iTunes, Prime Video, Google Play, Microsoft, and many others, I'm sure. And it will also be airing on PBS Independent Lens this coming Monday, May 11th. So um, please check this out. Uh, Again, it's available on multiple platforms coming this Friday, May 8th. Watching the film, and um, I remember as a kid, right, uh, you'd have these nightmares, right? I think people have them long past her childhood but yeah i'd have these a nightmare where i knew something horrible had happened but when i woke up i could not remember anything about it mm-hmm. and i feel in some ways that this film is an opportunity to know what was in that nightmare yeah. and for people who are experience who who feel that you know that, that this is just that way of saying, well, somebody was able to see what was in that, that nightmare and was able to come to grips with it, deal with it, and, and move on and have the life and the love of oneself that you, you, uh, you share with us in the film. So I, I, I think this is a real powerful, I mean, obviously it's a powerful film, but I think it's, it, its power also transcends the medium by which it's, we're, we're, we're exposed to it. So, um, Well, you know, um, in response to that, and what I would say to any survivors out there, all the survivors out there who might be listening, um, you know, it has been it, like making rewind was the second hardest thing I've ever done. The hardest thing I ever did was confront all three of my abusers. But the the hardest journey I've had to take as an adult is is to make this film not 
not just physically, but as a human being, you know, reopening these boxes that I thought I needed to hold shut. Um, but the truth is, is like I, I surviving wasn't enough for me. Like there were parts of my past that I couldn't touch without feeling triggered and vulnerable. And I didn't, I didn't want that to continue to be the case. And I, and you know, um, every survivor has their own unique experience with trauma and their own unique healing journey. And I can't speak to what's appropriate for every survivor. But what I can say is that for me, um, confronting the past head on and taking the time and putting in the emotional energy to clean out all of those wounds um, has been the best decision I could have ever made for my life. And, you know, talking about childhood nightmares, it, it reminds me of, you know, the scary monster under the bed and the fear that we build in our own minds about what's under the bed is oftentimes much worse than what we'll actually find. And it's just taking that first step. Yeah. And, um, and I, I just wish that uh, my hope is that every survivor um, that has the opportunity to see this film um, can reflect on what maybe they're still holding inside and what might still be holding them back from fully enjoying their lives because they deserve to enjoy their lives because the trauma isn't what defines us. It's something that happened mm -hmm. and making that distinction is, is vitally important. Well, I want to thank you so much for being here today, Sasha Joseph Newlinger. The film is also executive produced by uh, Cindy Meal, who was I just had her on for the Dog Doc. And what a wonderful person to be a, a part of a project like this. I, I, yeah. The humanity in her films and in in my conversation with her is just uh, remarkable. And uh, I, I I can't say enough nice things, uh, good things about. Uh, Rewind. Uh, th uh, thank you so very much for spending some time with us, Sasha. Thank you for your time today as well, and um, wishing you all safety over there. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.